0: Zach Levine is a stud and a star, and I love him, and I wish he was in the New York Knicks. DeMar DeRozan can ball. He's no scrub, and I respect the hell out of that man. I don't know whether they work together in Chicago, though. What's going on, Bulls fans? We're back for another edition of Chicago Bulls Central. It's me, your host, Hayes. Make sure you're following the podcast at Bulls Central Pod on every social media platform that we're on. We're not on every social media platform quite yet. Uh, Now that we're doing video consistently, I'm probably going to start up an Instagram for it. We have a Twitter for it. Uh, Any other social media platforms you think Chicago Bulls Central should be on, let me know. I'll start doing my work to get it on there. Because ultimately, like, I really want this platform. And it's it's not just about me, right? This platform is about the Chicago Bulls and for Bulls fans. And so overall, what I want this to become is a reflection of the listenership, a reflection of me, a reflection of, of course, the Chicago Bulls. And just overall, I want this to be as interactive as possible. So maybe Discord is something I need to look into as well uh, so we can all join and have a conversation. Um, so yeah, I was, things that I'm looking into, kick around. Let me know what you guys think about it. I know I'm just jumping off the show, asking guys questions, but down in the comment section, uh, do me a favor. Let me know what other platforms you think Chicago Bulls Central should be on. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll work on making that happen. But nonetheless, I told you guys, I know I just dropped a video a couple of days ago at this point. And I told you guys we'll be, I'll be coming back in a couple of days for a full episode. And so, you know, it's, we don't have a, a super lot to go off of. The Bulls haven't made any more moves since the Lari trade or anything. It really hasn't been a lot going on. I think at this point, you know, if the Bulls do make another move, um, it's not going to be anything major. At least that's what I think. Yeah, AK could, uh, show us some different, something different there, but, uh, that's just where my, where my head is right now with it. And you know, if they do, I'll be here to report on it, but uh, so one of the things that did happen is, as everyone knows, uh, Lari marketing was traded. And so we finally got a statement coming out for Laurie from Laurie, I should say. And so I'm just going to read this off and uh, let you know what you guys think about it. So uh, Laurie's statement was the last couple of years have been mentally pretty tough. I've grown as a person because of that. So I wouldn't change it. I've learned a lot but I just feel like I need to get back to the old me and how I know I can play the game. I think it's a good opportunity for me to do that. I'm happy, I'm really excited and looking forward. We kind of felt I needed a fresh start and I appreciate all the people who were involved to help facilitate it and make it happen. So also in this, like Laurie says that he doesn't think he's hit his ceiling and you know, that's, that's again, I'm not, I know some of the Bulls fan base has turned on Laurie Markman and think he's a bust. They act like he's terrible. I've said that before I don't I don't I don't subscribe to that thinking I think Laurie marketing in the right situation could be a very good good to great player in this league I still believe that now that may be proven to be false I may have too much confidence in him but I really do think that Laurie still has that capability he's 24 years old like and even removed he's a player that averaged what was it was at 18 and 8 or something like that um and with his skill set like I said if you put him in the right situation, he was drafted to the Chicago Bulls, a team that, that went in the rebuild, and right right or wrong, he was looked at as the player that we're going to be building around. Now, that ended up turning into Zach Levine, thank God, but he was thrust into that position. He was a seventh overall pick. He is a European big man who can shoot. You know, he shot 40% from three. He can put the ball on the floor a little bit, and when he's aggressive, Lari can be a pretty very good player. He's a player that like I said, in the right situation, you do have to work into your game plan if you're the opposing team. And I I think this is just an opinion, right? Because this is something that kind of goes overlooked. now that Patrick Williams is going to be slotted to play the four, um, Laurie, we don't know if he's going to start or not for the Cavaliers. You know, like I said before in the last episode, depending on what they do with Kevin Love and if they plan on, you know, throwing Mobley out there uh, to start right away, or they plan to bring him along slowly, we could see Laurie Marketing starting at the four. We could see four games of patrick williams versus laurie marketing going at each other and guarding each other primarily the whole game and if you don't think laurie marketing is going to have uh something to prove when he looks at the player that he basically was replaced by and i know it wasn't directly replaced but but you know what i mean and then again this is going to be something for patrick williams not to say that patrick williams is going to have that in his mind like i need to shut down laurie to show who i am but i'm just saying uh that's going to be an interesting matchup and an interesting thing to play off each other to really see what that is and if Laurie comes out and tries to bust the bulls ass don't be surprised if if you know a couple of games out of those four games Laurie really does so show some shit so you know Laurie Marketing and I really do think you get him in the right position that's what's so sucky about you know everything that happened over Laurie's career Boylan we, we already talked about all that but when you think about Had we been able to keep Laurie happy and had, you know, maybe this team be constructed in a different way, having Lonzo Ball come coming in, playing with Laurie marketing could have really, really been good. But, you know, what it could have should at this point. I'm happy with what the Bulls did. They made the moves that they needed to make. I'm happy with the roster and we're going to get to see uh, what Laurie does now in a fresh start. And, you know, if if you're rooting for him, you know, it sucks that he's still in the same division because if he has success, that means that some of that success is probably going to come against us. But Overall, Laurie is one of those players that I'm still going to look out for Laurie's career and I wish him the best. And, you know, let me know what you guys think down below. Do you think uh is going to be able to fit on this Cavaliers team? Do you think that he hasn't hit his ceiling yet? Like what uh, what he said? Or do you subscribe to some Bulls thoughts on maybe Lari's washed up and he's done? Well, I guess we'll, it's all going to be put on the floor and told in the game. Um, next up, Zach Levine signing with Clutch Sports. Now, this is a great move on so many different levels for zach right zach's coming off his best statistic year um one of his best efficient efficient years as far as scoring the basketball wise coming off an olympics uh gold medal run in which he had a stretch where he played very well in and he contributed to he's going to come into the season with the utmost confidence and we look at and this is all coming also in a contract year form so it's all of a perfect storm so Zach Levine signing to Clutch Sports really just solidifies the fact that he's ascending to being one of the best players at his position in the NBA. He, the, his the confidence in himself, the betting on himself, and even Clutch Sports being willing, you know, to sign on him. Zach Levine, I think this season is going to prove he's one of the better players at his position in the NBA. Well, he's already proved that, and you know, with with this with Zach, right? He is going to be out to prove. Now, hopefully, he does it within the the structure of the game. The last thing that you want to see Zach really out to get his numbers, to prove it, to earn this contract. Because I think with this season, Zach's numbers should take a hit, right? But hopefully that efficiency goes up because he's playing on a better team, playing with an actual point guard. And hopefully we run a system that can highlight his strengths. But this signing in Clutch Sports, I know people. Some of the conversations, like, "Oh, well, now he's going to be recruited away." Is he going to listen? Everybody on Clutch Sports does not end up going to LeBron's team. I understand why people think that. I even understand why some of the mindset goes to that immediately. But this is just solidifying the fact that Zach Levine is a premier player in this league. He's going to be out to prove it. He's going to be out to get the respect in the deal in which he talked about before. And overall. You know That that does nothing but bode well for the future of this team and the future of Zach Levine as our franchise player. I know, and I get a lot of people, you have to have a player as good or better than Zach if you really want to win a championship. And I'm not taking away from any of that. But Zach Levine, ultimately, Mm -hmm. for the Bulls to go and for this offseason to be as successful long-term as what it can be, it all boils down to Zach Levine re-signing with the Chicago Bulls and Clutch Sports being in this, You know, I don't think that it does anything negative to the Bulls' chances to re-sign them. If anything, this just shows that Zach Levine is a player that we need to keep and a player that is going to be um, getting notice in the NBA in a level that he probably never has before. Mm -hmm. You know, it sucks that the Bulls don't have more nationally televised games, but best believe, best believe before the end of the season, Zach Levine's name is going to be even bigger than what it is. It is. Like this, uh, signing the clutch sports, you know, more endorsements commercials um maybe some movies like it's so many things that what what that can do for zach's career even outside of basketball but that also brings notice to the chicago bulls if if he ends up staying here which we hope that he does and it it also makes the makes sh- the chicago bulls more of a premier team for uh players and marquee players to want to come and play with so this is nothing but positive right now like it could it could very well go left like let's let me be clear That could go left, but let's hope that it doesn't. And, you know, overall, we need Zach happy. We need Zach at his most confident. And him coming off this Olympic run with a much better team, at least on paper. Um, Bulls are going to be exciting to watch this year, which we already knew as Chicago Bulls fans. Number three on my list of topics to talk about today, the Trailblazers have come out. or At least a report from Shams has come out that the Trailblazers do not plan on trading away Damian Lillard. They do plan on building around him. And so what that means as far as how it affects the Bulls, we have their first round pick going into, into next year's draft. If they do plan on, on keeping Lillard happy and keeping him long terms, it means that they plan on putting a good team out on the floor, which means that they'll probably make the playoffs, which there in turn means that that's not going to be a lottery pick and we get to keep that first round pick. Now, I do want to say that this could go a couple of different ways. They could publicly be saying that they don't plan on trading away way Damian Lillard because that helps keep his trade value from going down once teams know that you are planning to get rid of a player I'm sure it affects your uh ability to maneuver and um and and the type of deals that are offered because then it, it's looked at as well they're getting what they they have to get rid of him he wants out of there but at this point you know you have to come out uh and say that so you know it could be some maneuvering but if this is true and this is what ends up happening that they plan on building uh, building around Damien and keeping him then yeah, uh, that that that's just good for the Bulls and our and that draft pick that they owe. us. So let's hope that that's true. Let's hope that uh, you know that it's not just words. There. Um, what do you guys think, though? Do you guys think that Lillard's going to be traded before the end of the season? Now we did get some uh, um, some rumors coming out that most execs do plant uh, expect Ben Simmons to be traded at some point soon. I don't think the Bulls really. I'm not going to say they don't have interest in Ben Simmons. I just don't see how they do that deal unless you're going to wait. To when DeRozan can be traded, uh, Vucevic. Unless you uh, plan on Vucevic, I, and I'm sorry. I I, I'm, I don't remember. Should have wrote this down. Uh, one of one of uh, the viewers on YouTube kind of broke down how I pronounce Vucevic. Vucevic, and I don't remember, but it was a really great phonetic way of spelling. I need to go back to it because I know I know I murder. And it's funny because I didn't even grow up in in the state. Well, somewhat, but I lived overseas a big chunk of my life in Germany, Italy. So like you would think that I'm better at pronouncing foreign names. I'm sorry. Um, But, you know, um, but, you know, unless they plan plan on trading uh, one of the pieces they recently got to get Ben Simmons, then, you know, I don't see the Bulls doing that. But weirder things have happened. But to get back to the question, what do you guys think? Uh, is going to happen with Damian Lillard and the Port- Portland Trail Blazers. Do you guys think they're going to trade him uh, before the end of this season? I really don't care what they do with him after this season. It's all about this season because the, the Bulls have the pick, and that's what I'm worried about there. Uh, but let me know down below what you guys think. Um, and then our very last topic uh, for this week's episode, topic number four, the Bulls have interest in signing Paul Millsap. I know I briefly touched on, it, I think, on an episode prior, um, but this is kind of the first time that outside of just like rumors or whatever that, you know, it, it's, I think Shams tweeted that one as well. You know, Paul Millsap can't hurt. I don't think that when you, if you're going to pad out the last couple of roster spots or, you know, I, I do think the bulls are probably going to leave a roster spot open or maybe sign it with a non-guaranteed deal that they can cut at any time if they need to make a trade. But um, having a veteran of Paul Millsap stature, right. Of, of he's, he, the, the fact that, you know, he, he's, been very solid in this league. Um uh, the way that he changed his game over his career when you really look at what Paul Millsap was when he first started uh, to what Paul Millsap ended with um at his height. The, he's he added a lot to his game. it can't do nothing but help for young players like uh Marco, young players like Patrick Williams, uh, hell even even um Tony Bradley. It can't it can't hurt. And even outside of just the same position, it can't hurt to have that veteran in your locker room. It can't hurt to have um that leadership as well. And so you know, if the, if that's who the bull, the route the Bulls end up going, then I'm I don't mind it at all. It's not nothing that I I see as anything that hurts the Bulls. Um, I don't know how much it really helps. You know, I don't expect if they do sign Paul Millsat for him to play twenty minutes a game and or, or anything, but you know it, it 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 helps. Now I know there's some also some Bulls fans that have this thing where we should sign uh, Boogie Cousins, and I can see that as well. The thing with Boogie is even last year. He still shows flashes like, yeah, it sucks that the injury, what that what that did to the longevity of his career. But Boogie Cousins, even if you can sign him and he gives you 10 games of of being kind of close to the old Boogie Cousins, you want a player like that on your team. I just I, I just think that. And, you know, like I said, and even with the fact that He probably wouldn't be looked at to play heavy minutes here. I don't necessarily mind that. I know some people are completely against that. Some people are all for it. But, you know, I I think with the with the way that the Bulls are filling out this roster spot, especially with the big man, I don't really think that they can go wrong with almost anyone that they sign to fill that position because they're not going to be looked at or expected to do a lot, at least by the way that I'm guessing. Now, it could be wrong. Uh, I could be wrong, especially with injuries and stuff like that. You know, taking that into consideration, then I would definitely think Paul Millsap is probably more in the move there. Haven't done a lot of like what big men are really left out there in free agency, but you know I don't I don't think you can go wrong with either one of those players. But let me know what you guys think. If you had to choose between Paul Millsap and Boogie Cousins, who would you pick between the two? Or if you have another big man target you would like to see the Bulls go after, leave that down below as well. Let's have that conversation. But that's been it for this episode of uh, the Bulls Central Podcast, Chicago Bulls Central Podcast. Um, I'm your host CEO Hayes. You can follow me personally at CEO H A I Z E. You can follow the podcast at Bull Central Pod. Um, again, don't forget, let me know what uh, pa- platforms you would like to see us uh, go to and what other things that you would like to see on this show. I know uh, this is probably now the fourth video that I've released, but the sixth episode, if you listen to the podcast version of it. Um, and as we continue to build and uh, try to figure this out, I'm and I, I'm filming on this, so if anyone who watches or listens to this listens to my other podcast, The Awakened Soul, and this is not me trying to plug it, uh, they know I have multiple sets in, the stu- in, my, in my home studio. And I film it over on this, I film Chicago Bull Central over on this set specifically, um, just to separate it from what the what my other show looks like, to give it its own aesthetic. The camera angle is a lot closer on this one than it is there. And I really want this to feel like something completely different. I want this to be different than the other podcasts that I work on. So any suggestions or anything like that, I'm completely open to. Uh, thank you for everyone who's left comments. Thank you for all the views, like, Last week alone, and this isn't to brag, we had like 60 something watched hours of Chicago Bulls Central on YouTube that I did not expect this at all. I started this as a passion project. I, like I said in the first episode, I am a lifelong Chicago Bulls fan. Uh, my dad is from Chicago. He grew up in Chicago. I grew up as a, as a Chicago sports fan and I've always kicked around the idea of doing a Chicago Bulls podcast, but I've, I was always hesitant to do it because there are so many great ones out there. But I started this as a passion project, something that I, I if you can't tell, like I, I don't do a lot of notes for this podcast. I write down uh, things that have ha- come happen and come out in the news, but everything I fill that out with is all off the top of my head and all really off my own thoughts on this franchise so it's a passion project i really appreciate you guys for supporting me at the level that you have uh, thus far very early on into the run of this podcast and i hope to have that uh, continued support and hopefully i'm delivering on content that is enjoyable for uh bulls fans and you know anyone else around the league uh next episode i'll probably uh do some conversation on that malice in the palace documentary i know that's not bulls news at all but I think that was such a great documentary. I do want to talk about it a little bit. So that'll probably be the next little mini drop that I do. But until then, uh, I'll, I'm Hayes. Uh, you know, go Bulls. I'll see you guys in whenever I drop another episode. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Media. Media.